Welcome back, my friends. Welcome to Yoga Bliss with Shelly and welcome to Shelly's Stories. Today, we are continuing on the ride with Juniper Bloom Wishing Wands and we are on chapter eight. Allow yourself to settle in if this is a quiet time, a rest time, or just a fun listening story or maybe a bedtime story and nestle in and get cozy and together let us take three deep breaths. So just allow yourself to just let go of everything and take a big breath into your heart and let it go. Feel your shoulders melt away from the ears. A big breath in my friends, letting that go. One more, we've got this. Wonderful. Here we go. Chapter nine, Daisies for Lily. Lying behind the wooden ladder flopped over like a limp noodle was a teeny mouse. Why was she all alone? Where was her family? Before I knew it, Mai ran over with his goggles in place. He had something long and black poking at her. Why isn't it moving? He jammed the tent pole into her tummy. Stop it! Leave her alone! I shouted and shoved him out of the way. Oh no, you poor sweet thing. I sat on my knees and pulled my pink ink-stained hanky out of my back pocket. The one dad gave me when my guinea pig precious passed away last year. His name was exactly what he was. Precious. He was the chubbiest and sweetest, furriest, darkest of all blacks. Best creature friend I ever had. He loved when I held him on my lap and his nails would itch up my legs. Only, I never minded it much. I thought it was cute. Oh, how he loved to squeal when I would bring him carrots and lettuce treats. Until one day I was at school and the cleaning lady Ginger cleaned out his cage. Except she made one of the biggest mistakes of my life. She accidentally left the wire door wide open. Poor, sweet, precious, poor, poor, sweet thing. She escaped without a trace. I waited up for her every night for an entire week, but she never came home was the thing. That week, I fooled myself into believing she was happily living in a tree with a family of squirrels who adopted her. Except when I got home from school one day, Dad found her flat as the pancake in the middle of our street. It was sad. It was so, so sad. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. And Dad buried Precious before I had a chance to tell her what a great pet she was. There was a million things I wanted to tell her before she was gone. But I couldn't. I couldn't stop crying. All the sadness that finally went away was back because here was this sweet baby mouse. It was all too familiar. My glasses kept fogging up like when you open the dishwasher and the wave of steam covers your eyes like a blanket. I gently picked up that baby mouse with my ink dotted hanky and wrapped her up cozy. Tears dropped out of my eyes. My bottom lip trembled full of sadness and moved down my entire body. Kitty, what is it? Why are you crying? Dad scooched over on his knees. Well, Hugo and Milo were on a treasure hunt digging through Christmas decorations. 
It's not fair, Rex. This poor mouse is all alone. She's just a baby. She deserves to live. I whimpered. Dad took off my glasses and wiped away my foggy cries. He looked me in my wet hazel eyes and dried them with his thumb. It's okay. It was just her time. We don't get to choose things like this, Kitty. I wish we could, but we can't. It's not up to us. In his strong dad arms, he gave me a hug, and I felt warm and safe and snuggled up together. Why don't we name her, and we will give her a proper burial? I could hear a jingle bell, and Huey ran over with our homemade snow globes we made last Christmas. Sissy crying? Sissy crying? Sissy crying? Here goes Sissy. Huey handed me this small jar full of Christmas magic. It was one of the crafts Mama made with us. The sparkles adding water with a tiny Rudolph next to the teeny Christmas tree I hot glued onto the lid. All of the things reminding me of how much I love Christmas. I felt warmer. I took a deep breath into my heart and paused. Thank you, brother. That was nice. Huey was shaking the jingly bell and merrily dancing around. My snow globe was sparkling and the poor nameless mouse was laying cold, alone. You look like a lily. Yes, lily it is. I warmed her up in my hanky hands because my thinking brain thought by some small miracle naming her would make her live again. Only I was wrong again. Through the cobwebs and around the layers of dust, Dad searched through the pile of boxes until he found the right size for Lily's bed. We found Mama's sewing tote, which she hasn't touched since we have lived in this house. We borrowed some stuffing, violet, lavender, pink, turquoise, and orange fluffy yarns. With all of those beautiful colors, we built Lily the most peaceful, cozy bed there ever was. There was still something missing in her tiny box bed. I shook my snow globe and it almost jumped inside with her. Lily needed a friend. Happiness surrounded her. Beautiful colors and Christmas magic inside of her box and her new friend Rudolph. A wave of love rolled out of her box. Her little mouse mouth was smiling at me. Back up the trap door to the backyard. I picked the most beautiful daisies for Lily, and like magic, there was the happiest wishing wand bunched with the most beautiful dandelions. That's when I knew Lily was going to be okay. Going to mouse heaven, or maybe she would go to her next life. I think she is going to get a chance to be a dog. I have a feeling it is going to be great for her. Huey gave her his jingle bell, Mai gave her a rock. Dad gave her a small flashlight and clicked it on so it wouldn't get too dark. Then Dad bandaged up her box with green electrical tape, the color of the earth. I drew her a picture of a daisy field on top of the box with lots of hearts all around it. I used white out for the petals and my sunny yellow marker for the middles. I saved the bluish pink and purple for the hearts. Under our climbing willow tree, Dad grabbed the shovel and dug a hole in the far corner of the yard. Our tree we had moved from grandma and grandpa's house when they moved away. 
but that's a different story for a different day. The thing is over 20 years old. It was so cool watching the tree guys dig it up with a tractor and move it to our forever home. It's woozy. Extra droopy branches sway in the wind, the best tree there ever was. Dad gently placed Lily's box inside of the dirt hole. We will miss you, Lily. I'm sure you had a great life in the crawl space. I wish I knew you better. I blew my happiest wishing one on top of her bed and wished her a happy life wherever she goes. The small fluffs of white floated and danced around until they landed on Lily's box. Fluffy white covered her like a blanket of snow. Down my cheek, a single tear dripped, and then uncontrollable tears followed, streaming out of my eyes. Through my glasses, all I could see was a foggy wetness. Dad reached over and took them off of my face and wiped my tears with his sage green hanky. He hugged me and gently placed my glasses in his pocket. Thank you, I sniffed and gently sprinkled my hand-picked daisies on top of her beautiful box. <laughs> I sniffed again and elbowed my brother, Mai. Say something nice about her, I whisper whimpered. Um, <clears throat> Lily, I hope you get to swim a lot in mouse heaven. He threw a lump of dirt down the hole. Rex? Oh, yes, Lily, you were a great mouse. Like the flower you were named after, I hope you rest in peace. Dad bowed his head like he was saying a prayer. I closed my eyes real tight. A sick wave sloshed around my stomach because saying goodbye to someone you know you will never see again is the hardest thing to do. I hope you find your family in your next life. Also, if you see Precious there, will you tell her how much I miss and love her? And also Gigi, Will you give her a really big hug for me? I miss her so much. Dad handed me his hanky. Actually, he told me to keep it, since my pink one was going to forever be snuggling Lily. I kept crying how Mama does when she cuts onions. I wiped my soaking wet face as Dad took the shovel and heaved the dirt pile on top of her. Then he handed the shovel to me. I scooped three piles and handed it to Milo and he heaved more and more as Huey was kicking piles in to help Lily rest. When the hole was filled, Dad raked the dirt smooth and even. I took a deep sniff in and remembered the smells of dirt mixed with air and sadness. I took a picture in my mind and put it in my heart. On top of Lily's forever bed, Dad put a big flat gray stone and me and my brothers gathered stone sticks and put love from our hearts. That's when Dad handed me a black permanent marker. Would you do the honors, Kitty? He asked me. With a not so steady hand, I grabbed the marker and wrote in my best cursive loopy lines. How do you spell her name? I whispered to Dad. L- I-L-L-Y. Slowly he spoke and I unstrung the letters. Love you, I wrote from my mind. And then forever, I asked my dad. F-O-R. 
R E V E R. He waited until each letter appeared on the smooth stone from my hand. From my heart, a story was coming out, so I grabbed my personal recorder and put it inside and shared it with my boys. It went something like this. Happy little mouse. Sweet little flower. Kind flower. Happy little mouse. Scurry around, baby mouse. Let the sad and lonely go away. Bright light. Happy light surrounds you. Smell the daisies, Lily. Warm and safe, forever you will be. Happy little mouse, I love you in my heart, forever you will be. And then I drew 12 delicate looking daisies in the shape of my kind of perfect heart with my eyes so she would forever feel loved. I grabbed for my golden locket and clicked it open. I stared at the teeny picture of me and mama because I really could use a hug from her about now. I clicked it shut and kissed it because it was helping a little. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. That is such a sweet chapter. I love that so much. And know that I love you and I'm sending you a warm hug. And I hope that you are enjoying the story as much as I am reading it to you. And keep your ears and your eyes out for the next chapter, which will be chapter 10 bearded gentleman george and it gets a little bit brighter we just needed a little emotion in there right we always have to have i always feel like a good balanced book shows allows you to have all of the emotions from anger to sadness to jealousy to happiness and in wonder and curiosity and and that's what i am i'm doing here so no i love you and we will connect very soon my friends bye-bye until now